G'day, this is Chris, and uh, well, we're getting towards the end of 2021, and what a year it's been, what a magnificent year for everybody. Let's look at it in, uh, through, a, through the eyes of a magician. Firstly, if you had have asked anybody in the universe, how do you bring families closer together, you would have said COVID. Firstly, COVID. Secondly, how do you get all the rats and snakes out of a wood heap? Answer, COVID. The people who had mental health problems before COVID who were hiding under good looking clothes or fancy apartments or um, pretentiousness or uh, self-indulgence, they got flushed out, didn't they? And it hurts. And we don't wish anybody pain, but we don't necessarily subscribe to what is called normal which is to hibernate, hide, use your ego, and uh, sit in this melancholy of mediocrity, which is what most people call bringing up kids. Third thing is, we came to realize how uh, helicopter parenting um, has impacted the ability of a parent and a child to communicate beautifully and honestly, that discipline has changed its face and it's turned into the the promise and withdrawal of love, and that the kids have really uh, gained a, an incredible lot from this creativity. Uh, they've, craned, uh, they've, they've been given empowerment, they've been given freedom to speech, they've been given uh, the right to choose, they've been given everything you could imagine a child would ever want, but the problem with the given, the given, the given, the given, it makes it impossible for the current mode of kids in the current world that we know uh, to handle disappointment. Now, as an adult, we talk about gratitude and ingratitude being the two states of mind that you can define most people and their headspace and most people by their success rate by. So there are ungrateful people who've got a lot of money, but um, are, are, are living like a pauper. And there are poor people who are grateful living like they're wealthy billionaires. So we define um, people as they get into more mature levels of leadership as a grateful individual or an ungrateful individual. And we, but we all know that the, the, they are balanced. You know, there's everybody, every one of us is grateful and ungrateful. Some of us are ungrateful for longer periods of time. Some, some of us are grateful for very short, ungrateful for very short periods of time. So it's not necessarily the lack of ungratefulness in a wiser person. It's just they vacillate between gratitude and ingratitude in very small chunks and therefore stay pretty much tuned into the middle path. There are those, however, who get ungrateful and can't get out of it. And that's, uh, for an adult, changeable because it's negotiable for an adult what it should be. But there are many, many adults who didn't evolve past their childhood emotional state. They're wounded, in other words. And those wounded people walk around amongst us, usually flying very high flags. They talk about how great they are, how great they could be, should be, how everybody should change, how the world is wrong. And if they had their way, they would change even their own children to make them fit in with their model of life. This is a five-year-old child talking who's been wounded at the age of five, didn't get enough of something or got too much of something else and therefore developed a wound and handles the world with the emotional intelligence of a five-year-old. 
and we would therefore have a right to call that person grateful or ungrateful. However, one of the wounds that gets stuck, and when we get stuck in a wound, if something happens to us at a certain age and we don't work through it and we don't evolve past it, what we find is we find, our, we find that it's not ungratefulness that we're dealing with in an adult. We're dealing with a child who can't handle disappointment. Now, ingratitude is just disappointment in another word. So ingratitude is I'm disappointed uh, that the world isn't more happy. I'm disappointed that I don't have a job. I'm disappointed that I don't have more money. I'm disappointed that the kids don't behave themselves. I'm disappointed that my partner is not um, flying high or living on a cloud. I'm disappointed that the house is dirty. I'm disappointed, etc., etc., etc. So you can see how easy it would be to into into what interweave the word disappointment and uh, ungratefulness. Now they are the same word. However, it's very unfair to throw the word ungrateful at a five-year-old because the five-year-old is just simply disappointed. And they're disappointed they didn't get what they want. And we could say well, they're being ungrateful for what they've got and it's just not true. The maturity, self-negotiating skill, the, the, the ego hasn't developed yet in a five-year-old and therefore gratitude and ingratitude are not polar opposite. Gratitude means for a child means getting what they want and ingratitude for a child means disappointed that they don't get what they want. In an adult, that matures into a state of gratitude and ingratitude. However, as I've said, many adults, in my experience, working with human nature around the world, many adults who were wounded at childhood are operating in an adult body with a childlike mentality. In other words, they can't handle disappointment. And this is the subject of today. What's the benefit of being disappointed? How do we help kids even up to the age of 15, learn to be better at handling disappointment. Well, again, it comes back to storytelling. And then when we don't get what we want in the form we wanted, we do get something in the form that we do want. It's just not exactly in the form we want it. So in other words, if we don't get a car when we're 15, uh, and uh, we're disappointed and that causes us ultimately depression or eating disorders or whatever it causes us, how do we be grateful, how do we be thankful, which is the opposite to disappointed, for the form that we've got it in? Now, this is really not, a not to be taken as a polar opposite teaching. In other words, the opposite to disappointment is not gratitude. But being grateful prevents us from being disappointed, if you understand. Disappointed and uh, enthusiastic might be two opposites. Disappointed and, uh, and uh, um, um, abundant might be two opposites. But disappointed and grateful shouldn't be put up on the table as two opposites. Um, however, as a preventative, as a preventative, people who are thankful for small things very rarely get disappointed. So the smaller we can get appreciating, appreciating life, the more we will be thankful for what we've got in a little bit move into the stage of being thankful for what we've got, which prevents us being disappointed because it's like an immune uh, system booster. Now, the immune system of the human body does respond to gratitude. That's been proven at Harvard. You don't have to go far. Even if you go and read the book Placebo, 
you will realize that the human nature and the hum human immune system and being grateful for small things, these are all connected very tightly and keep a person very healthy. A person who starts being grateful for big things becomes also ungrateful for big things. And the person who is grateful for big things loses the plot, doesn't get to immerse themselves or engage in the experience of living um, 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 every day and living in, in a state of abundance and gratitude. They're just always waiting, always waiting for the train to come, always waiting for the plane to take off, always waiting to land at the next place, always wanting, always wishing it was somewhere else. And when things don't go the way we want uh, in such big chunks, we get, it's called disappointed, but as an adult, we're going to call that ungrateful for what we've got. But as a child, we're going to get disappointed. So in other words, I want a bike for Christmas, didn't get a bike for Christmas, I'm disappointed. I want a uh, ice cream for Christmas, didn't get an ice cream, I'm just, well, something else will do. And it's easy to re, re replace is the word, replace the ice cream with something else that has equal value um, because the value of the ice cream is relative, in relative terms quite small. So we develop a habit over a period of time as a child of modeling our parents. And when the parents can't handle disappointment, they get very uh, high maintenance. They become high maintenance people. And the parent overreacts when they don't get what they want, which is just basically immaturity in the parent immaturity in the parent's own upbringing and immaturity in the enabling environment that the parent is living in that gets reflected back on the kids and the kids therefore get high expectation and extremely disappointed when they don't get what they want now they can't handle disappointment they can't handle it as a child they can't handle it as an adult and so they start becoming an ungrateful adult so this topic is very easy to deal with with an adult you just say get grateful for small things and the parent does but if you say get grateful for small things to a child, they just can't hear it. So how, does, how do you help a child handle disappointment? Well, it's really easy. You just teach them to be thankful for little things, thankful for small things. Now, we sit at a, 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 a breakfast table or a lunch table with the very small children and we go, oh golly, I love these carrots. Oh golly, I love this... Um, sauce oh golly i love the taste of that and what we're doing is we're emphasizing how small uh, our appreciation for life can be and we're building up a sense of intrinsic core value intrinsic core value that we are getting what we want even if we're not getting what we want in a sense that we can be grateful for little things even if the little things don't add up to the big thing we want and this power this incredible human power is comes down to be the power of storytelling because when if you watch the tv documentary which i've sent to nearly every client uh, over the christmas period i think it's on prime video and it's called contact it's not a american uh the big american movie it's a little australian movie i think sponsored by a, a french film company but certainly sponsored by the abc uh, and it's previewed it's, it's on Prime. It goes for a very short period of time. And in this movie, they interview Aboriginal people who were taken away, not taken away from their parents, but it was a bunch of 20 women who were abandoned by their menfolk 
and left with babies and little children, little boys, they were basically doomed in a sense because there was no way to propagate their own species and the boys were too young for it. And they were in the, the dump zone, they called it in the 80s, uh, in the 60s, sorry, in the dump zone for rocket testing in the Woomera in the outback of Australia, um, in, uh, up, up in north of South Australia and, and heading towards Western Australia. And so in the Woomera, these guys were sent out and they interviewed the actual men who went out searching to make sure the land was uh, not inhabited. And they found this group of people which had to be moved away so that they didn't get hit by a rocket. And it's this incredible intervention interaction uh, between white and black uh, in, in a way back in the era when we knew nothing about it and Aboriginal trackers who deceived the white guys and didn't quite translate things the way they were. But the point of this is to listen to the Aboriginal women talk and to see what real immersion in story feels like because these women are not in a hurry and they never say anything that isn't doesn't have a tangible visual uh, concrete feeling to it and it's very beautiful to see the gift of this indigenous connection to the earth and storytelling and this storytelling uh, as I've said earlier is a part of being able to handle disappointment because to handle disappointment, you have to tell a story a different way. But there are people whose ego has gained control of their life. They have gone into a state of perpetual ingratitude because they're always setting the bar higher and higher and higher and never meeting it. So they live in perpetual disappointment, which we call as an adult ingratitude. Now, I think we really, really need to sit back and think about this a lot. How do you handle disappointment? How do you teach a child to handle disappointment? Because if the child can't handle disappointment, they're going to be a very, very ungrateful adult. They'll probably fall under the umbrella of someone of high expectation who is in, in, continual, uh, in a continual sense of I'm not good enough or I'm going to fail or if this is not going to succeed. So there is in a continual state of hypertension, which will cause an early demise. It's better to have an expectation that in this moment in time, in this period of time, in this experience of life, in this immersion of what I'm doing, there is something to be thankful for. Small things I can be thankful for, big things are down the track. And if I get there, good. If I don't, bad luck. It's better to have uh, this expectation that in the moment, tell this story, in this moment, there is magic. In this moment, there is something to be thankful for. And uh, therefore, we build up this immunity to not being able to handle disappointment. And that will make the child a much uh, more resilient, much more happy, much more inspired in spirit individual in life and as an adult in the future. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. If any part of this pushes a button for you, don't forget, you are welcome to communicate with me through the website innerwealth.com and uh, there's a contact form you can ask me a question and I'm, I will always answer as quickly as I can. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.